Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back today. Have you missed me? It's been a minute. Uh, I know. I know I haven't done one in uh, in a few days, but uh, I've been a little busy. And I'll, go, I'll just tell you, uh, if you haven't heard, and I don't know how you would have found this podcast if you didn't, but Mac Maddox and I have, uh, we bought Egan's and... Their final day is Sunday, and we uh, we officially get the keys Monday morning, August second. So we'll uh, we'll take over, and it's it's changing. Uh, we're changing the name, we're changing the ambiance, the decor, uh, a lot of the things. We have a lot of things I'm excited about: a uh, new drink menu, a new uh, new <laughs> new lot of things, uh, a lot of a lot of specials, a lot of promos, a lot of things that we're excited to do. I'll just be putting it all in place and getting it going. Uh, it's been a lot chaotic. Anytime you're dealing with the city and the state and the ABC and everybody else, it's a lot of paperwork, a lot of things running around doing. So been pretty busy. Um, I will answer a few of the questions that I have been asked. <laughs> and, uh, and just go ahead and go ahead and knock those out here. Uh, no, I will no longer be at the Red Shed. This is my last week. It it's uh it's bittersweet there because I'm excited for this next adventure, but I mean my time here has been wonderful and I love everything about it and uh, so it's 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 always always tough to leave. Uh, I've changed bars a few times and this one this one will be one of the more difficult. Uh, most of the times when I left, it was on my own accord. Uh, <laughs> there there have been a couple of times where they told me to get out. Um. Mm. Those weren't those weren't too hard to walk away from, <laughs> it's honestly. Um, but uh, and uh, but no, I will no longer be working here. I'll be over there. Uh, no, we are not sharing a staff. Uh, I I got asked if Big Fun was going to be uh, coming over doing head of security. I was like, well, I don't I don't believe in poaching staffs from anybody, especially from my friends. I uh, can't believe you would ask me that, but um, <laughs> I was like, it'd also be really hard for him to be running back and forth between the two. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's good. He ain't that good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to check an ID here, run up to the front of that building, check an ID. Yeah. I was like, no, no, that's, that's, it's completely separate. Uh, the, uh, some of those, yes, it will remain smoking. Uh, <laughs> that's, I got asked that one when I was literally smoking a cigarette. And I was like, I just looked at it and I was like, yeah. Uh, I got asked if we were going to keep TVs and still play like Alabama football and sports games. And I didn't know, I I thought they were messing with me at first. And I realized that was a serious question. And I went, uh, yeah, Uh, I was like, so obviously you just don't know me at all. Um, <laughs> I was like, I literally do a podcast that's about sports and sports gambling, but yeah, uh, we're not only going to keep the TVs, we're going to add some TVs. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's happening, buddy. Anyway, um, and I, I want to say like, you know, a lot of the Egan's people are obviously upset that the name's going away. Mm. I get it. I understand where they're at. I've, I've, you know, 42 years is how long it had been there, and that's a long time. And 
I understand it. Now, a lot of the people that are really mad are people that haven't been there in 10, 15 years, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that, that is what it is. I don't even live here anymore, but that's, that's neither here nor there. I get it because the first bar I ever worked at was Jupiter. And that was kind of like home base, you know, for a long time for me. Even after I quit working there, I was still going back in there, had a lot of friends and, and still have a lot of great memories uh, from, from all of them. And then even when, you know, obviously when Jeremiah came in there, uh, he and I be a good friends. Uh, I spent even more time in there. And, uh, you know, so when that changed, yeah, you know, you, you felt a way about it and you hated to see it go. Uh, I think a lot of people agree Cheap Shots was one of those that they hated to see go, you know, and see get changed up. Uh, for me, the back porch was the first place where I was the GM, and it's no longer there. And then I worked at Venue and Legacy, you know, and watched both of those change. Uh, venue changed the Legacy while I was there, and I was the GM at both. And then leaving from there and watching it become rounders. But, man, look at what Grant and uh, Corey and them have done with that place. It's amazing now. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's, it's beyond anything I would have ever fathomed. And, uh, it, you know, Galette's is remodeled. And, and you know, uh, I've watched people complain about that. Oh, this isn't the Galette's I grew up going to. No, no, it's not. It's bigger and nicer and better, and they make more money. So it's a business. You know, the house is about three times the size of what it used to be. And they do food. And, they, you know, it's, it's great. There comes times for change, and we're, I think we're all a little hesitant about wanting change. We get comfortable. We like what we like. And, and with the name and the, and the changes that we're doing, uh, some people are going to like it. Some people are not. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. That's why there's so many different places to go. That's why there's so many different bars with different things. And what we're trying to do is uh, we're just going to try and add to, like, uh, I, I said in my post uh, about leaving here that I will no longer be working at the Red Shed, but I'll still be working with the Red Shed. And to clarify that with what I mean is uh, I believe that in bars that are all right around each other in particular uh, work in a symbiotes with each other. And I believe that uh, with all the neighbors that we have around us, uh, with, you know, Keon obviously here at Richard, and uh, Elena and Evans and them at Hoppers, and John and the house dude across the street, and all them, Olivia and all them, uh, Nick and them at Glorybound, everybody that's around, uh, they, they all do great jobs. They have great businesses and business models. And I just want to, uh, you know, carry our weight and contribute to this area and, you know, be another location that people, you know, can go to and, and, you know, bounce around a little bit and, and help out, you know, on the strip with what we can do, see what, see where we're at. But enough about that. Uh, that'll all, that'll all open up. <sighs> we get the keys August 2nd and it's gonna, we're going to be closed for a week while we redecorate and change everything and all that. And I, I've done a lot this week uh paperwork wise next week will actually be physical i have some of the softest hands in the world because i've avoided manual labor for so long and that might actually change next week so that's <laughs> that's that's where we're at on that uh and we might just pay some people to do most of it anyway uh let's get into sports let's talk about what we're here to talk about all right i had done a show in a minute college football let's start out there we're getting close. We're getting close. Texas and Oklahoma. 
Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And, you know, I, I actually talked with one of my friends, Mike Carroll. Uh, he and I were messaging, and he brought up some great points. He wasn't happy about it because all these years, uh, Texas is going to talk about the, the SEC is overrated. The SEC gets too much love from the media. ESPN's always boosting them up. It's not right. We're just as good. Our conference is there. Blah, blah, blah. And now they're coming to join us. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve the money. And I get that. I get that point. I understand it. The other side of the coin is, all right, y'all done all this talking. Now come prove it. Now come, now come, <laughs> you reap what you sow. Come on over to Bryant Denny and let's see what you got. You know, and, and it's not just football. It's every sport. It's every sport. Texas has a great tradition of baseball. You know, and when I think Texas baseball, I think Roger Clements first, first and foremost. But they got a, Augie Garrido and those great videos of him going off on his team. And so I look forward to that as well. Oklahoma at softball, are you kidding me? Alabama, Oklahoma softball? Whew, buddy. It doesn't get better than that. It does not get better. They're going to find out what the, what the real Crimson is, though. They'll see. They'll see. I look forward to it. I think it's going to be great. Um, and a lot of my opinion does have the fact to do with we just bought a ball on the strip, and I'm looking forward to Texas and Oklahoma. They have fan bases that travel and travel well, and I'm looking forward to having them come in. I know it'll be 24, 25 before it actually happens, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. I will have a show coming out soon where I go through each of the SEC teams, and we'll make our bold predictions on what I think they're going to do. Uh, that show we're probably a week or two away from it because, well, I'm busy right now. Um, but I have been working on it. That's not something that I do where, you know, the night before I make some notes and come on and do it. That one takes, you know, I've been working on that one for a few months. And a lot of the stats and stuff are out there. Uh, I hate that the SEC media days, all them, they vote and they make their predictions because uh, you see that stuff. And I try not to let any of that affect my opinions. And I'm usually pretty good at going, no, that's, that's wrong. You know, uh, and, and sticking to what I believe. But anyway, you're going to have a ton of them out there. Well, mine will come and mine will be correct because that's what I do. Mm. Uh, and I say that out of sheer arrogance and the fact that it's documented from the last couple of years that I've crushed it. <laughs> um, jumping over real quick, Simone Biles. I uh, <clears throat> I think she she is getting a lot of praise for stepping away because of mental, her mental health, you know, where she was at mentally. And I don't think that's right. I don't think it's right for her to be praised for that. But I also don't think she should be criticized for quitting on her team. What she does is dangerous. It's a dangerous sport. And she she does it with a lot of power. Uh, and if, if she's not there and focused on what she's doing, she could severely injure herself very quickly. And I posted a thing earlier today. It was talking about a Russian girl in the 80s that had a similar situation where the Russians basically forced her back early. She did end up injuring herself. 
she became a like quadriplegic or paraplegic, whatever it was, and you know, she died at the age of 46 in a wheelchair. It was you know terrible, just absolutely terrible, and you don't ever want to see that that happen. And if somebody knows that they know that they're uh, that they're not there, you know, and they're not in it, and they can hurt themselves. Okay. Um, the all around was still won by an American, but we'll see. Uh, it, it, you know, I think it's really tough for her, and I think that's a that's a really tough decision because any competitor, especially someone that's been so as successful as her, you know, you don't want this to be your your lasting legacy. You know, you want it to be when you were so dominant, you know, four or five years ago, and. So yeah, it's a it's a tough decision, but if you know, then you know, and I I think she knew. So that's just where we are. Gold Cup action coming up tonight. Um, we've got a yeah. You're not gonna hear this show by the time the Gold Cup comes out, and I realized that, but I knew I didn't have time to do it until today. Just my schedule and where I was, so I apologize for that. But, um, you know, USA against uh, Qatar or Qatar, however you want to call it, whatever. Uh, it's it's going to be ironic tonight if, you know, they all, uh, everybody takes a knee to, uh, you know, about the raising awareness of, uh, of everything that's been going on. And we're playing against Qatar that is literally using slave labor to build their stadiums. <laughs> yeah, if I see them, uh, then I'll just be amazed. But uh, we have that tonight. Hey, there's Keon. And is that is that Leia? No. Huh? Abu. Abu. Abu hadn't been here in a minute. Hey, Abu. He's looking at me. He hadn't been here in a minute. He's big. He's big. He's looking at me going, man, Coleman got big. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <coughs> yeah, you won't hear these, but I think the U.S. does get the win tonight. Uh, Mexico plays Canada in the second match. Um, you know, the, uh, and this isn't a full Mexican team. If this was their number one team, they steamrolled this game, and I love it. Uh, Chucky getting hurt in the first game uh, was a big loss for them. You see Achilla and some of the uh, three on play with the Olympics. They have some other guys that are in Europe, but I still like Mexico to beat Canada tonight. They're a huge favorite. Um, and I don't like the goal line, I, but I do like uh, I do like Mexico to get the win in advance. And for the umpteenth million time, I think we'll see USA Mexico in the Gold Cup final. Uh, but that's that's uh, where we're at on those. Coming up this weekend, for those of you that are craving it, I know we don't get Premier League soccer back till August 13th, that Friday. But we got some Caribou Cup action starting this week. Uh, you got Milton uh, Keynes Dons, whatever. MKD taking on the Bournemouth Cherries. Bournemouth is minus 185. Let me throw the four-star lock on the Cherries. I like the Cherries at 9 a.m. Uh, Central Time Saturday morning to get that done. Uh, also, you got on Sunday, Huddersfield is taking on Sheffield Wednesday. I like Sheffield Wednesday that game. They're plus 135. Uh, Huddersfield's at plus 210. The draw's plus 235. I like the over that's sitting at 2 at minus 120. 
I like. I think it's more likely to see three goals than one. I like the over in that game, and I like. Uh, and I like Sheffield. So that's where we are on those upcoming events. You do have Olympic soccer and stuff that's coming up as well. Um, Olympic soccer has not been the easiest thing. I mean, uh, we're at the quarterfinals now, and you got Spain in the Ivory Coast. You got to like Spain in that game. They're minus 220 money line, but uh, I like Spain. These are Saturday morning, 3 a.m. for these Olympic games. And then you got New Zealand against uh, Japan. This is an absolute joke that New Zealand is in the quarterfinals. New Zealand is plus 13.45. Japan minus 4.75. The draw plus 4.80. It's Japan all the way. Uh, another another one, Brazil and Egypt. Are you kidding me? Uh, Brazil and Egypt. Brazil's minus 2.65. Egypt plus 6.85. Uh, the draws was 3.55. They could have an Egyptian referee, and Brazil still wins this game. Uh, the other one, the, the, this is actually the big one, uh, 6 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning, Mexico, South Korea. Mexico's plus 155. The draw is plus 225. South Korea's plus 185. Uh, there will be a winner in this game. Now, those are odds for regulation. So, in the 90 minutes, I kind of like the draw a little bit. The over-under is two, two and a half. I like the over in this. Uh, I kind of like the draw, though, just in case it's like 1-1. One, one. But uh, you should know I have Mexico to win gold at plus 3,500. If you look at those odds now, they're down to plus 1,200. So I've got some sharp action on that. I got, I got a good value there taking them before it started. If they can win this game and get – yeah, I, I don't need them to win it. I just need them to get there. But they got to win this one to move on. Uh, this is a, definitely a tough test with South Korea. Um, but hopefully uh, El Tree can get it done. So – that's where we are on some of the Olympic stuff. I'm not going into all the Olympics. I'll tell you, I liked a lot of it. Uh, the archery, uh, I found intriguing. I've, I've really been a fan of that. Um, uh, there's some other things you know, that you don't watch every day, like, you know, water polo and handball and different things that, that I've liked. Some of the people were talking about how they like the three-on-three action. They've watched that. I haven't gotten into that as much as some of my other friends, but... No, I mean, it's the Olympics. It's country versus country. I'm watching it. You know, you, you got me. I'm hooked. Let's do it. Um, let's take a look over now to the old T-Town Dirt League. These are the current standings, and I will remind you there's still a couple of games in hand um, for a couple of the teams out there. I know uh, this week our friend Brad Nichols uh, that plays for Galette's team uh, he was in the hospital. They rescheduled their game. I think that they're going to try and play that game tonight. Uh, was last I was told. I haven't heard anything different. So that game might be happening tonight at, against uh, the Dartmouth Cometh down at Nocturnal. Um, but the current table, knowing that those games have been played, knowing that uh, B.I. still has that makeup game with uh, the Dart women. And so you got you got a few of those out there. And Hey, buddy. Hey, Abu, you want to be on the show? Does he bark? How do y'all make him bark? He don't bark. No, you're well trained. Your mom taught you that, didn't she? Hey, buddy. Um, He heard me say third dark magic, and he came running. He knows. He knows. He's a fan. That's our biggest fan. Um, Yeah, the current standings in the dark league, but knowing that we uh, a couple of the teams do have those games in hand, uh, Hoppers is currently sitting on top at 82 points. Uh, they they beat up on uh, 
beers and darts last week. Uh, Shane and Joe and Robbie did all they could, but they were they were down to three playing with the ghosts against a very good team. And uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Third Dark Magic, our team is sitting in second at 77 currently, only three points ahead of the, the Dartman Cometh. Like I say, they have a game in hand uh, that they'll be playing. Uh, we actually won uh, 11 to 1 this past week against Glory Pound, uh, Glory Pounders. But that was a good game. It was it was a lot of fun playing those guys. Uh, you know, Paul and Claire and uh, Jake and Nick and everybody. They were they're good people. It was a lot of fun. Uh, had a good time. Then uh, Dartman are sitting at 74. But like I say, I think they're playing that makeup game tonight. But they'll definitely be playing it soon. Sonya's Angels are sitting at 73. Uh, Robert and them, and I think they played with a ghost this past week against the Dark Women uh, with Matt and Sonya being out of town, but they were still able to get it done. Um, Winner Booze, the Egan's team, is uh, Egan's team for now. Uh, <laughs> but, no, they'll still be there. I've talked with Sides and, and Tui and some of them, and uh, they're, they're still going to be playing darts out of there. But, uh Winner Booze is sitting at 71 points. Um, B.I. sitting at 64. But like I say, they've got game in hand and stuff. So, got to make up to go there. Glory Pounders sitting at 56. Dark Vader, 51. They have a makeup game to go. Uh, Bad Darts, more beer, 43 points. Um, but that that's a team we still haven't played yet. And I'm really looking forward to because uh, I, I like Wayne and all those guys. And Kyle and everybody. And I think it's going to be... Just a lot of fun, JJ and them. Uh, hunger, little little Mikey, the seven foot one, little Mikey, um, and then uh, short shafts and sticky tips. Mallory and them sitting at thirty three. Beers and darts are sitting at thirty. The socialites at twenty three. Uh, the dark women coming first at fourteen, and the light show at eleven. I know that uh, dark women and socialites have talked about when their makeup is. I'm not even sure if that's on here yet or not, but. That's coming soon if it's not already there. Um, I don't know about the makeup between Bia and the uh, and the dark women. That one is still. I haven't heard of any date being set for it yet. But that's where we are. Also, the singles leagues going. Uh, we got more of it tonight. I'm not going to go through all the stages of single leagues. If you want to see all the stats and all the standings, everything, just go to ttowndartleague.com. And you can find all the information. Uh, this was week nine of the season. You know, we, play, we have 13 weeks of the regular season in the playoffs, so we're getting closer to it. Time to get down. Time to get down to business. Um, all right, let's jump over to MLB. Look at where we're at in MLB right now. Uh, over in the AL East, the Red Sox are still on top, two and a half ahead of Tampa, eight and a half ahead of the Yankees, ten and a half ahead of Toronto, and Baltimore sits there, 26 and a half back. Um, you know, a lot of these teams haven't really done a lot. Tampa's lost three in a row now. Uh, the Red Sox are seven and three in their last ten. So are the Yankees. Uh, so is Baltimore. That's crazy. Uh, Toronto's sitting there at four and six in their last ten. They gotta, they gotta figure it out. They're not going to. Um, in the Central, the White Sox. Uh, you know, they came out of the came out of the break. Not done. Eh, yeah, very meh. Uh, them and Cleveland both four and six in the last ten. Cleveland made a trade uh, as the Indians gave the White Sox their second baseman. Uh, so that's that's uh, something there. But when you're eight and a half back, you can do that. Detroit is twelve back of White Sox. 
KC 15 and Minnesota 17 and a half. Uh, none of those teams have really been setting the world on fire. KC is 7 and 3 in their last 10. Um, Detroit 6 and 4 in their last 10, but yeah, meh. Everybody hovering. The Houston Astros sitting on top of the ALS, six games ahead of Oakland, eight ahead of Seattle, 11 ahead of the Angels, 26 and a half ahead of Texas. The A's have made a couple of moves as they got Starlin Marte from Miami. They also got uh, uh, the Sheriff Schofield uh, out of the bullpen from the Cubs. So they're looking to try and contend. Um, but you look at their last 10 and – you know, Houston's seven and three, Oakland's four and six, Seattle's six and four, LA's five and five. Just you know, come on, somebody's gotta somebody's gotta step up there. Let's jump on over to the National League. The National League, you got uh, the Mets on top of the division, four games ahead of the Phillies, five ahead of Atlanta, eight ahead of Washington, and eleven ahead of Miami. Um the Mets and, and Braves are currently playing right now. I know they have the big series. You know, this week with, what, like six games they were playing this week uh, with a couple of double headers in there. It's crazy. But, uh, so, the, yeah, but they, they mainly been splitting up on them. You look, uh, Mets won yesterday with that amazing throw and play at the plate. Uh, Mets are 6-4 and four in their last 10. Philly's 5-5. Five and five. Atlanta's 5-5. Five and five. Washington's 4-6. and six. Miami's 4-6. and six. All of them sitting right there at 500. Nobody really making a move. Advantage Mets. They have the lead. They can afford to do that. Over to the Comedy Central. Milwaukee still sitting on top. At, uh, the, they're seven games ahead of Cincinnati. Nine ahead of St. Louis. Ten and a half ahead of the Cubs. And 21 and a half ahead of Pittsburgh. The, the, Cubs, are, uh, the Cubs are looking to possibly deal Anthony Rizzo to Boston. We're, we're having a sale. It's a fire sale. Everything's on fire. Since June 25th, we have the worst record in baseball. We're a terrible team. Uh, you know, looking to blow it up. This is, I think, what the front office wanted to see from the beginning is us not do well. We're 4-6 and six in the last 10. St. Louis is 6-4 and four in the last 10. Cincinnati 5-5. Five and, five. and Milwaukee, of course, 7-3. and three. And now they got a series with Pittsburgh coming in. Expect Milwaukee to continue to pull away. And the West, where they actually have good baseball teams. Here's the division. San Francisco still sits on top uh, two games ahead of the Dodgers, despite San Fran being 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Uh, L.A. is 4-6 and six in their last 10. San Diego is 5.5 back. They're only 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Colorado, 19.5 back. And Arizona barely has a team. They're 32 out. And they're six and four in their last ten. Last ten games, they've done better than anybody in that division. So that's just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, that's where we currently are in MLB. We're gonna know a lot more here in the next couple of days. Today's July 29th. We got two more days till the trade deadline hits. Max Scherzer's uh, throwing today. I think you might have already thrown, but he's going and. Uh, they're, they're looking at possibly selling him with the Nats. Yeah, you still got the Rizzo and Bryant watch and the Craig Kimball watch for the, who the Cubs are going to do. You've got your know, Cleveland has in its, entered uh, the seller mode by selling their second baseman. You've got a lot of guys out there. Uh, you saw Joey Gallo, uh, the deal from him from Texas, going to the Yankees. That's what the Yankees needed, another you know perennial power guy, big Big, big home runs, big strikeouts. That's what they needed. Uh, that, that made a lot of sense. It looked like something they would, they would want to do. Anyway, guys, 
That is about my time. I want to thank you all for listening. As always, I will leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. But when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman. Thanks for listening.